Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You're listening to the Tudor Dixon Podcast in the Clay and Buck Podcast Network. Welcome to the Tudor Dixon Podcast. I'm Tudor Dixon, and I'm so glad you are tuning in today because I have a friend of mine on, and I'm just thrilled to have him. He's great. He's interesting. He's got a fantastic background and he's done a lot of great stuff. I'm joined by Bruce Lavelle. He's a businessman, a long-term political advisor to President Trump and a contributor at the Washington Times. Bruce, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Tudor. And yeah, hey, I got your your buzz line. The Tudor Dixon Show. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> that that I, I'm going to need you to record that so we can play it before. <laughs> no credit, don't sweat it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, Bruce, I want to say you and I met years ago when you were first working on. I mean, you were you started this in 2015, this political world breaking in with with Trump and his campaign and you came in with a place, I, I think a place of more knowledge than most people having watched it, having been a small business owner, but what made you say, I'm going to go all in and be by his side? Oh gosh, there's so many. I actually talked about this on CNBC because they were like, oh, this black guy in the South, what's going on? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I just hit 29 years last month, my wife and I and our jewelry company, and we're in real estate too. So that's our we built shopping centers and a bunch of stuff like that. But just real quick to your answer, um, there's 30.6 million small businesses, business owners in the country, the U.S. Um, we're forced to be reckoned with because we are we are a compilation of what, 62 plus percent of the GDP. So we essentially control the, the, the money. Um, the, the heart, the, the interesting dynamics of this is where I'm going with this is that and, and to the answer to your question is why I got involved. I'll just summarize it real real quick. Um, the, the unfortunate part of our leadership, Congress, Senate, in some parts of our state house, state Senate and our local elections have been controlled by special interests. And the American public is just going to work, working hard. And what they see when the flyer hits the mail, they don't really know really what's going on unless they really dive deep like what we do. 
And so what happened was, um, you know, during the financial crash in 2010, it was catastrophic, especially in Atlanta, you know, the subprime and derivatives, your job is your credit, you know, stated income, you know, 400 credit scores were getting uh, mortgages. It was a it was a catastrophe. But what it did is it it hurt the business community and the commercial community of good standing, good creditor people. So what happened was a lot of loans were called and a lot of things went especially in Vegas, and a lot of places. People had no business getting mortgages and loans with bad credit. Well, that's another subject. So this is where I'm going. So long, long story short, we had a loan that was called in quick. You know, it was called in because a bank failed, not because of my bad stewardship, because of others. And so essentially the FDIC seized the banks. And, you know, back in 2009, every Friday at four o'clock, you go to Bank Implode and you get to see which bank was being taken over by the FDIC. A lot of small community banks got pulled, pushed out. Medium sized banks got pushed out. And so what happened was they called one of my loans, one of my buildings that I built. I'm like, what do you mean you call it my loan? Well, we don't own the loan anymore. It was sold to, quote, SunTrust. I'll use the name. And so anyway, 30 days later, after they seized my bank, they called me up and says, we're no longer want to be in a relationship. We're calling your loan. Pay us in full, which is millions of dollars in 30 days, or we're going to sue you on the note. I'm like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I'm solvent. I have 25% equity and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I start complaining to some of the local congressional people and Senate people. And then I start chasing and all I got was, Tudor, and to your audience, well, I'm sorry, the economy's bad. I'm like, wait a minute. So one of my friends said, listen, go look at their campaign coffers and look deep into who is funding their campaigns. And so I start digging and I saw all of these bank lobbyists, Tudor. I was like, what? oh, my goodness, yeah. that is really very smart. Yeah, real talk. So the majority, watch this, the majority were in cahoots with the bank lobbyists. And so they didn't want anything favorable to a debitor, but they found a license to steal, which was part of the TARP money. And for all the viewers, you remember the TARP. It was the taxpayer's money that was used to bail out banks. Now, the unfortunate part of it is they use it as a one size fit all. So the good solvent, good people were pushed in the same boat as the bad people. Unfortunately, when I say bad, bad, bad business people who made bad business decisions, unfortunately. Right, right. And so I started like, wait a minute. So I realized like, my God, you guys are on the hook. You're on the take. Fast forwarding. Why did you support Donald Trump? The key message and, and all the viewers, listen carefully. This is what we're dealing with right now in 20 in the reelection, as I call it, in 2024 for President Trump. I am not going to be beholding to special interest and pay to play. Now, the average person like, OK, that's, that's a sound bite for a campaign stomp speech, whatever. But listen carefully. He backed it up and he still backs it up. And so what's happening is now here we go again. We got more candidates into the field who are backed by special interests. And I'll call them out. I'll say Ron DeSantis. I'll say Will Hurd, who just announced today he's going to be in the same boat and many others. But this is where I'm going with this. So when when you when you're free, yes, free your own business, your own deal, you're free to come out on the Tudor Dixon podcast and speak freely, not worrying about is the person I work with or work under is going to put some duress or punish me for coming out being vocal. And that's, quote, the great freedom of being self-employed and self-made. That gives me that freedom I, to do that. 
I think that what you're saying to me is so interesting because I just watched something with Joe Biden when he was first elected senator and they were asking him questions about should we limit the amount of money that one individual can give to a campaign account? And he said his argument was, yes, people can become very corrupt very easily because they always owe someone something. Once you've accepted the money there, you've accepted, you can, and he went into great detail saying you can compromise in your mind. Well, okay, I might not agree with this, but Mm -hmm. I can do good things with this. Mm -hmm. So I'll take the money and we'll see what happens. Now think about that. That was when he was 30 years old. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a man who is in his 80s what he's 80 years old now this entire time how many people is he beholden to after all that time of accepting money and not Mm -hmm. he didn't come into office wealthy but he's leaving well he's not leaving office just yet but he will be um but he will leave a very rich man if he lives through this term so what does that say about our political system and the way it's set up you know it's interesting i remember one thing that I liked about John McCain, if you remember Tudor, John McCain was one of the very, shall I say, uh, was very catalyst and very vocal on, quote, real campaign reform. And, and uh, especially with this subject right here. And of course, it would it would get a little life and then all of a sudden it would die because unfortunately, both sides of the aisle for generations, we have some on the Senate side, on the Democrat side right now as we speak. I'm going to be nice and not call names because I know who they are, as well as on the Democrat side. I'll just say because it's just it's just so many. So what's happening is they've been there so long that they can't govern because to your point and to what he said when he was 30 years old. Yes, that's true. You can't govern properly because you owe too many favors. And that's what you're seeing across these gubernatorial races, these Senate races, these congressional races and districts. And I'm trying to and I'm pleading with because I, I do a lot of press and I, I love talking about this because for all the viewers, listen carefully when, when it, where that's a city council seat, a commission seat of your district, especially this tutor, probate, state court, superior court, a, you know, attorney general, district attorney, please pay very close attention who's funding these people. That will tell you where the power structure lies. It's almost like that should be out there. It's almost as though that should be, and we've been talking about this a lot in the past few weeks, but why is it that they can get all of this secret money? I mean, Gretchen Whitmer flew on a private plane to go visit her father and then said it was a campaign expense. This is, it runs rampant. And then these people, you know, you owe them a favor. They give you a plane. You've got three families owning one plane. You owe them all a favor. All of a sudden, you've got these special interest groups that come into the state. They're only working for one candidate. So if the Republicans have no one and they have 10, how is this how is this an OK way to run an election? Because, I mean, look at Randy Weingarten, another example of this, where this is somebody who pulls in a ton of money from government employees. All of these people are state employees. So she takes in all of their money and then she uses it to get government people elected. How, I mean, doesn't that blow your mind to think about how this works? Yeah. You know, and it gets back to we the people, you know, it's kind of like people get upset about AOC and Tlaib and Omar. And I say, guys, it's constituents. It's the people in her district that voting her in. So what? But so I, let me argue one thing. 
I think it is sometimes hard to see who is behind some of these people because of these outside organizations that get them elected and it's all private. It's all non-disclosed. You don't know how they're getting. So you've got, I mean, it's bizarre to me. You've got Rashida Tlaib, who is absolutely opposite of all of the Muslim values. And the Muslim community is coming out and supporting her in mass. Now, suddenly they're going, uh, we don't actually agree with all of these policies that she has. It's these outside groups that are brainwashing people, essentially. I mean, legally, but they are. Yeah. Well, we're dealing with this in Georgia. You know, they passed a, a law where Brian Kemp was able to push it over the finish line last year, where essentially I use the term, you can park dark money, which he has about 60 million sitting in a coffer that you don't know who gave it to him and he doesn't have to disclose it to your point. So, you know, I, I think respectfully in order to save our great Republic, I think, um, you know, this is a situation where it's an all hands on deck. And if people are very serious about the country, as John McCain said, you know, what's it worth to you? What's, what's it going to be worth for our children's children? If you keep allowing this until you just look around and then everything is owned and you own nothing. So um, I think it's going to take. I think we've been so spoiled that nobody believes that can happen. Everybody yeah. in the United States is very entitled. And and I think they see people and they say, well, look, he was able to achieve the American dream. It's still on the table. But big government has created more and more laws and regulations and really stoppages along the way to make it so that you can have the American dream. And I think that the people who are voting for these policies, voting for these politicians, are not understanding that the policies they are enacting are taking away your rights in ways that you don't see. Because if you can't open a new business, if you can't get the through the environmental tests, if you can't get through the cost to license your company in a certain area of the state, who is hurting you? You have to figure out why the American dream is on the slowdown. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting when you talk about, you know, regulations, et cetera. I'll give you an example. When I was appointed uh, by the president in his tenure, I was on this. I had the whole entire southeast of the United States on small business, and I reported to the White House. And and it was the you know his regulatory reform that you saw. He cut over billions of dollars in January 2017. As soon as he got elected, he kept his promise. Um, real quick, I have a a, <laughs> a friend of mine has opened up a, a, a smoothie nutrition you know smoothie drink shop, and it's you know 1,800 square foot inline space in a retail shopping center started five and a half months ago and still going through the permitting process. Yes, I, I, this, I, is what I, I this, exactly. this is what I want. But it, and if we're going to be completely honest here, it is hurting our minority communities more than any oh, other absolutely. community. Absolutely. I was in Birmingham this past Saturday with the, I'm on this tour with uh, Bernie Marcus's group contract to black America. This is my philanthropy stuff I do on the side. Um, not out getting rich on it or anything like that. It's, you know, we go out and we have conversations and, you know, 90 percent uh, predominantly black communities. And we talk about this subject here on the regulation side, the access to capital size, how in 2010 Dodd-Frank was a license to decimate all the small banking institutions off the face of the map. So there can be more, quote, government regulated control over lending. And we can get into that conversation. But it all, watch this, into your point, when, you know, and, and one of the main goals that we are is we're, we're talking about generational wealth and resurrecting wealth structure through generational wealth, through black culture, like my wealth, my dad's wealth, his granddad's wealth is part of that antidote for sustainability 
in the event of a pandemic, the fake China virus pandemic, as well as the you know financial crash in 2010. So when something catastrophic happens, you know your generational wealth, there's more sustainability, and you're not quote reliant on the government's uh, umbilical cord, which essentially, and I wrote about this too, is called uh, as Black America caught up in a voting generational curse. It's another piece I wrote in the Washington Times. For all the viewers, go you know Google that and check it out. It's kind of cool. Um, about that generational voting curse. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. And then I think that's even what we're seeing in these other, well, like I said, in the Muslim community in Michigan, yeah. that has been generational and that, and they say, well, you know, we had a time where we, we knew Republicans didn't care about us, but it was very interesting to see how that worked because in their faith, their faith is very conservative. So yep. all of this woke stuff, they are they are not okay with. And it, you can see it was sort of this moment where a lot of these men were saying, "I don't, I don't know if I want to go the direction of Gretchen Whitmer because yeah. she is pushing this stuff, and she continues to. If yeah. you look at her posts every day on face or on Twitter, every day the comment is, "If you are LGBTQ, come to Michigan. If you want." your 
if you want expanded women's health care, which is really, I mean, we know what all of this means, right. you know, and that's not, that does not include their community at all. I mean, it doesn't include many communities. She's, yeah. she's putting out their communities that are not highly representative of the state of Michigan. And where does that leave the people who, who say, well, why doesn't my family yeah. count? You know, it reminds me of a story. I remember when we were going to go to Flint, Michigan, this is early 15. I used to do a lot of CNN hits. I used to be frequent on Don Lemon show. That was the C block. I did that all the time. And I remember. Oh, I guess you'll never do that again. I mean, I don't care. I'll do it. I mean, I mean I, I Don be. doesn't have a show now. Yeah, we'll never show. But anyway, right. we we're going to go to Flint, right? You remember the whole, you know, water situation that was going on, Tudor, the poison water right, situation. Yeah. So, I, you know, we were like coalitions like, hey, let's go up there. We'll go with the president, you know, candidate Trump at the time. And I remember uh, I was on CNN that night. And the mayor came on at Flint and said, we don't want him in our town. He's racist, blah, blah. So what we were thinking, and I don't know if you've ever been in the Middle East and, and parts of Saudi and parts of, of other cultures in there, that the they have an extremely highly sophisticated water treatment center. They can pump that seawater in, in, in Dubai, and it tastes just as good as spring water. No lie. Mm, wow. So we're saying, okay, well, maybe we can pull all some resources together, come up with a, a solution, how to you know, get a good water treatment plant over in Flint, you know, just being proactive. And we got persecuted. And this is where I'm going with this. And all the uh, viewers watch this, especially in predominantly black community, black churches. This is how this is how where we're going with this conversation as relates to uh, what what the Muslim community is starting to see is because generally huge, quote, liberal corporations send money to that pastor's foundation, not directly to the church, the, his or her foundation, mega money in that church, especially if they're over a thousand members. OK, so he can use that as, a, as his his personal coffer, really, on I'm justifying it, flying here to this speech, flying, you know, live oh, yes, on yes. the foundation. So the minute the pastor stands on the congregation and and wants to you know, let's just say the women's sports situation that we, that's another conversation and stand up there and be like, no, that's not fair. That contributing, that contributor that is the benefactor, which is probably supporting 80, 90% of that debt service, who has the control? It's the same thing. And what we right. talked earlier in, there in our, in this, in this, in this conversation about elected officials, it happens with civic leaders, especially black civic leaders. Watch this real quick. Sharpton and Jesse Nam are quiet as a church mouse. You would think that mm, being, quote, Christian pastors would come out and say, wait a minute, guys, a man who says he's a woman or a little boy says he's a girl gets to run in a track meet and get first place over the little black girl. Watch this. I worked in ministry for years. I serve in inner cities for years. It's the life support tutor, volleyball, softball, basketball for a lot of yeah, young black oh, yeah. girls. So they're getting they're competing with little boys in some of these cities, uh, city schools. Right? That's where I'm going with this is that you see they're they, they I'm, I'm saying them they're quiet as a church and they're not the only ones. There's another mega pastor church in, in Detroit. Same situation. Quiet. Because why? They're smart enough to know where to go get the control. And that's unfortunate because, you know, pastors historically in black communities were the the, the president of the community historically, all the way back to the 1800s in the U.S., as well as to the 30s, 40s, and 50s. They were the 
They were the person, the, the noble person of all the community. The pastor says this. So they're very charismatic and impressionable, Reverend Wright and whoever, that can articulate a message and say, well, the pastor said. And then if he doesn't want to address that, he won't talk about it because he doesn't want to, he or she does not want to interrupt the money stream. So they know that. That's what's going on. That's how they were able to run the ads in black culture on the jab. That was very rampant that was going on because they had access, Big Pharma, contributing to their 5013C foundations outside of the official church. So right. That made them like very wealthy and let, controlled. Anyway. Let me ask you something about the schools, because you talked about the, the girls and boys sports. Now, it, it seems like from our perspective running through the state of Michigan, there were these, we call them the woke messaging, mm -hmm. but it was different depending on the area that you were in. If you were in a low-income minority area, they were not pushing the LGBTQ message. They weren't pushing the message of boys and girls sports. It doesn't seem to resonate in those communities. It seemed like that was more of a CRT. You know, you're being held back. You, you're never going to achieve. You can't get the opportunity that the other folks are getting. In the wealthy white communities is where we would see the real trans push in those schools. Why do you think that there's a difference? Why, why do you think the public schools are choosing to target with this woke messaging, but it's different depending on the area? Because the money and resources, there's, there's no money, unfortunately, in the predominantly lower income communities. So once you deal with the top, it's a dominoing effect. So then it all of a sudden, you know, it's just like the school board when they vote on things and PTSA meetings, if you don't have a 90 plus percent parent participation and everyone hear me on this because I'm a, a dad, you know, my kids are, are grown now um, and I, I'm an advocate of always going to the PTA meetings and PTSA meetings, be 100 percent attendance. Mom and dad especially be there. If you can't be there, one of y'all get there because the stronger and robust that is, obviously, the more control. And you and to this point, um, most of the inner cities have zero participation in the PTSA meetings or PTA meetings, too. That's the elephant in the room. So it seems like they're constantly being told that people are racist. Yeah. You live in a racist yeah. world and that keeps them in this in this yeah. shell. But it also keeps those communities voting for them. Yeah. And then the other communities, they're saying there are these these Christian white people that want to stop you from being who you can be. I mean, is it that 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 message of LGBTQ just doesn't resonate in those communities that, but they have control over them if they throw out that word racist, which they love to use for everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I said, if they, once they break down the wealth and get that control, it just dominoes down. Then the wealth controls the school district and the County. So it's just like, well, that's what's going on. So they're not, they don't have to go in there and make that sale to a lower income. All they go, they, they go where the money infrastructure is and control that. Then it just dominoes down. That's why they do that. And so um, it's, it's sad, it's unfortunate because um, it's a reality. But and that's why you're seeing such a huge uh, <laughs> cultural war at the school mm -hmm. board meetings. And, and but in light of this real quick, I'm very optimistic because in January we did swear in some really good, solid America first school board members this year in January. Remember, this movement is still kind of growing. We got a few America first congressional Congress people now. We all know who they are. Byron's a good friend of mine down in Naples because I have another home in you know, St. Pete that I 
I'm a Floridian too, as well as a Georgian. And there's other good America First. Uh, Burgess is doing a good job in Utah. There, you know, we're, we're slowly rising up and trying to. Uh, you were going to be America First governor in Michigan. I mean, I, and and I, I don't mean that as a some kind of Trump cult following and all this kind of whatever people trying to put it. No, America First means can we just put America first since we are in these United States. And then after that, everything else falls with it. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you're looking for natural, healthy weight loss support, MD Blend Doctor Formulated Metatrim is an excellent choice. MD Blend offers a money-back guarantee if you're not satisfied, so you have nothing to lose but weight. Metatrim uses clinically studied ingredients like lemon verbena, hibiscus flower extracts, and green coffee bean extracts. A balanced diet and exercise go a long way, but... The doctor-formulated blend of ingredients found in Metatrim can provide healthy weight loss support to supplement your life. Go to mdblend.com today, click on the products tab, and select doctor-formulated Metatrim. Enjoy healthy weight loss support at mdblend.com with a money-back guarantee if not satisfied. You have nothing to lose but weight with Metatrim at mdblend.com. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's interesting to me, I was, I was talking to a group of guys, young business owners, and I was talking to them about America First. And I said, you have to understand, having owned a, a steel foundry and watching steel foundries aclo- across the country close, we had American companies who would even, even if they had a 90% Buy America clause, they were buying 10% from China. And, and as those castings were made and we were continually making parts in China, we stopped making enough parts in the United States to stay open. So you were losing all these jobs, but all this knowledge, you don't open a steel foundry overnight. And I said to them, you have to understand eventually it becomes that that knowledge is gone. And even if you are not in the United States, you have no allies that are making these either. So we're not even thinking about it from the standpoint of, well, at least keep it in allied countries. We are now beholden to China to even finish our, finish our military vehicles. And they went, oh, 
I didn't really get that that's what America first meant. I thought it was just we would only buy from Americans. No, America first is just protecting what we have, protecting our national security, making sure that our purchases are in line with keeping America going. Yeah. You know, the, the name of my company is DunwoodyDiamondsUSA.com. And people say, why do you put USA? Because my factory is in Doorville, which is five minutes from my main showrooms. We manufacture and we cast, I heard the term cast, what you just said earlier, we cast platinum and gold, you know, centrifugally and vertical spin, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We assemble, we set, et cetera. So we're, we're, we're self-sustainable and we manufacture here. Uh, Mike Lindell has, has flown down, saw my operation. We talk about it. And of course, he tries to promote his, his, his things being made in America. But I think respectfully getting back earlier in our in this segment, we talked about the quote taxation and regulations. And so when you're overly taxed and overly burdened with regulations, those that watch this, this is true. The first the, the first cities and counties that fall have the highest tax burden. The cities that have the, the best sustainability, counties, cities, and municipalities who have the lowest tax base can weather the financial downturns or the China virus pandemic. Those are the ones that can sustain. And that's that's true. Y'all fact check me on this is economics, my wheelhouse, uh, because when the lower the sales tax, like I think Michigan, what are y'all nine percent up there? Nine. Uh, six. Six. OK, six. That's good. Uh, here in DeKalb County, we're eight percent. The neighboring county, seven percent. But yet DeKalb County's government is twice the size as the government next door. But it has fewer population than Gwinnett County, which is seven percent. And the Cherokee County, which is six percent, so and that and that's what they that's what happens in which Detroit. Democrat There's Detroit. all these county and these and these city taxes that they pile on. That's why it is almost it's almost impossible if you are an inner city Detroit resident yep. that is not outrageously wealthy to start your own business yep. because you could never get past the startup cost. I think I looked at that. In 18, I think they were at 47 percent based on the debt service when I did a PNL. Uh, analysis on. And we wonder why these cities are not thriving. We wonder why these cities cannot come back on their own. If you can't build your own business there, how could you build up the city? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I was in, when I was in Birmingham having this uh, round table with the 99% black audience, as well as probably 90% Democrat audience is the fact that I, when I said this, I said, you know, if you're pushing back low, low millage rates, low sales tax, I mean, run it real skinny. You know, I mean, skinny, obviously two things, infrastructure, which is roads, lights, and of course, police, public safety. That's it. All the other extra programs puts an unnecessary debt service on the taxpayers. And then these politicians come in and says, we're going to create jobs. No, no, ma'am. No, sir. The only way you create jobs, I'm the one that does that. When you minimize my tax base, yeah. I as, as well as the Trump is you saw the Trump tax cuts in 2017, you notice the FICA and all the viewers, when you get your check, it has FICA. When you hear government, you know, screaming in DC Senate and Congress yelling about that, that's what they're yelling about, that FICA, just for FYI. So the that lower that number, the more money is back into your wallet, which is discretionary income. You have more money to go get, uh, you know, to an eatery that you generally wouldn't go and you can push the economy faster because there's more discretionary money. Employers, as your family, myself, can incentivize our employees. 
because there's more money to give them instead of giving it to the government. And this is the this is getting back to that curse again, that generational curse. Right. Government is the save all, fix all. It is a it is a deep rooted spirit tutor and it has to have an exorcism. I'm just going to put it to you like that in order to extract that thought process, especially in a lot of the predominantly brown communities. I hate to say it that way. Well, and that goes back to just the beginning of all of this, where you said, find out what lobbyists they are working with, find out what money they're getting, because all of those extra taxes are coming from somebody who said, well, we can do this and we can do that. And and if you look, if you peel back the layers of the onion, you will find things about people that you have supported or people, even those that you didn't support, that you should share with your friends. You know, you can be that person that is exposing what's actually going on. And we're talking about this in Michigan right now. It's so we don't even have you can't even FOIA the legislature or the governor here. There is secrecy all around all of the the deals, the tax deals that go to these big businesses. They're all under uh, non-disclosure agreements. So. I mean, it is it is truly shocking. And I, I honestly, I'd love to have you back to talk more about this stuff, because I think that you have an, a unique perspective. I hear that you're coming to Detroit. I'd love to see if, if there's anything that I can do while you're there. But I'd love to talk again and have you just explain how some of these things are going and how we reach some of yeah. these communities, not only minority communities, but suburban moms. They don't seem to we don't seem to be reaching them. And I think we're expecting on the conservative side for these folks to come to us. We need to learn to go to them and talk to them about what we can do. So hopefully you can teach us. We'd love to have you back. Bruce Lavelle, thank you so much for being on. Thanks, Tudor. Thanks for having me. Oh, I, I love having you. I love having conversations with you. You're so much fun and you're just a great father, a great businessman. So thank you so much. You got a great wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all trying, right? Got Hopefully. Got a great wife. <laughs> oh, 31 that's years. so sweet. 31 years. Yep. That is so sweet. And that and strong families are what it's all about. Thank you so much. And thank you all for joining me on the Tudor Dixon podcast for this episode and others. Go to TudorDixonPodcast.com. You can subscribe right there or check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you join us the next time on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Have an awesome day. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Looking for natural, healthy weight loss support? Try MD Blend Dr. Formulated Metatrim. MD Blend offers a money back guarantee if not satisfied, so you have nothing to lose but weight. Metatrim uses clinically studied ingredients like lemon verbena, hibiscus flower, and green coffee bean extracts. A balanced diet and the doctor formulated blend in Metatrim can provide healthy weight loss support. Nothing to lose but weight with Metatrim at mdblend.com. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. 
That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.